Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Space trash. Trash in space. Space trash. Lifestyles. The rich and Uranus. Space trash. Celebrities, they're trash. But the astrology can help us understand. Transmission incoming. <laughs> Greetings, Trashlings, and welcome back to another exciting episode of Space Trash. Lifestyles of the Rich and Uranus, and I'm Sarah Armour. And I'm Molly Malshine. Everyone's in a good mood today, and by everyone I mean me. <laughs> Kanye and Julia Fox are still continuing to feed us. I don't want to spend too much time on this because not that much new has happened. I guess the big headline... Three big headlines this week. He put her in that crazy eye makeup. I No, I hate that I say he put her because he didn't. Pet, they Pat collaborated. Ma- they all collaborated on a look. L-E-W-K for Julia. Right. And Pat McGrath did it, who's a legendary makeup artist. And it's very clear that it's kind of like Kanye. You know, Kanye had that interview with GQ where he said, I see my life as the Incredibles and Kim is the the wife from the Incredibles and I'm the husband. And it's sort of... You know, and I didn't I didn't make this connection. Kardashian Colloquium did. She so MJ Corey of Kardashian Colloquium, friend of the pod, everyone should be following her, but she pointed out that the eye makeup looks like the Incredibles little mask. So he originally said that about Kim, and now he's walking around with someone else who was sort of doing that. And then she wore Kim's boots at the same time in the same outfit. The other thing that's really interesting that came out this week that I think is huge Scorpio vibes is him saying that he went and got her laptop from Ray J's house to get her second sex tape off of it. And her reps came out and said there was no second sex tape, but there was a lot of other like BTS weird found footage on there that Ray J had shot. But so I don't know. I, I, this is also when it goes beyond embarrassment of Kanye and more into like, you're really trying to manipulate the public's view of your ex-wife in a really immature and messed up manipulative way and well, i wish and you would stop it because i love you and you're trying to hijack the narrative about who you are in this relationship and, and you know it's not just what he's trying to say about her it's what he's trying to say about like wh- who he is to her and who he is here but the real question that he i was had the, you, that he was a superhero he, he was, was mr a, incredible oh my god oh my god my question for you and for anybody listening is like I like to me, this strikes me as revenge porn. Oh, yeah. This is sort of like emotional revenge porn for him to be holding it over her head that way. Yeah. Yeah. It's and a like, disgusting thing to do. And we all know that celebrity sex tapes fucking suck. I mean, that first Ray J video left a lot to be desired, to be honest. That's how I sort of know she's bad in bed, right? Because she sort of lays there. But it's like, uh, and I'm not saying I'm any better. I'm just like, turn me around, you know? So it's not like, I'm not judging. I'm just saying that like, it wasn't like, the me- she, she didn't even know how to suck a dick, you know? I'm not being critical, but I'm saying that like, I think in the world of celebrity sex tape, the implication of a sex tape is just as powerful as like the sex tape itself. Because the sex tape, One Night in Paris is, you know, derating. Not good. Not good. But it's like, I think that the issue here is that 
what Kanye, why it's so embarrassing for Kanye, aside from like basically revenge porting her all over again, he's doing, he's, I think he's trying to like sort of subconsciously call attention to the fact that that's who she is. Like, I think it's not only revenge porn in terms of going like, well, think of this or other porn, but going, remember the way that you, the reason you know her is because of this. And it was embarrassing. And I tried to stop it from happening again. Like, I think he's doing everything he can to throw attention in this thing in, 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 with no other intention other than like to shame her. Yeah. And embarrass her. We know he's a slut shamer. We know, we know he shames women and like he, that's why the best thing ever was when he said about Amber Rose, you know, it was really hard for Kim to be with me after Amber Rose because I had to take 15 showers implying that she was Uh dirty because she was a stripper. And then Amber Rose tweeted and called him a finger in the booty ass bitch. So, I mean, he's been doing this for a while. This is my least favorite thing about him. Um, it no, sucks we, we know that and it's Kim, not cool. We know that Kim has been wearing him like a ring. And honestly, he's just trying to protect his masculinity or protect his like his like libido or whatever. And it's like, fuck you, dude. Like everybody's already ahead of you. You're clearly just butthurt that you didn't get to go through be an awful. Now you want to live next door. That is so fucking typical. Oh, I know. All she wanted was for you to be around. The only thing that you refused to do was be around. Now you finally get the divorce. She finally drops your last name and you go on a, I love you tour. you're, you're, You're still capitalizing on her and the, I know that we're finally divorced, but would you mind actually letting me profess my love to you and dress you like my bride again? And you know what I mean? It's like the whole yeah. thing. They're and also he, not finally divorced. Oh, really? Yeah, no, they didn't sign the papers yet. So I think that he genuinely has the ego of which rightfully so, I guess, but it's like he really thinks like that that he, no, really, Kanye West, Caleb, and <laughs> Kanye, Kanye, Kanye West, booty, Caleb, Kanye, Kanye finger in the booty end, West, whatever. But it's like, in the, in the booty end west west in the booty elm no okay anyway so the bottom line is <laughs> the bottom line is i think that it's he, good to try it's, it's always like, good I, to give here, it a shot we're not here to be we're here to show the work this is permission to just fucking give it a go you know but it's like yeah i just i think that he is like it's just so ego maniacal to think that you could like really put someone through like he was not being easy when it came to her trying to get the divorce he was unreachable he wouldn't pick up the phone there's there are those embarrassing kardashian last like late season episodes from this last where it's like i'm trying to call him i'm trying to get my people to call my people right but you also have to keep in mind that that's just they have the reality show to sort of slickly present their version of events that they've been doing it for 10 years so they know how to make it even look realistic and We don't know who's right. We don't don't know who's wrong. I think the only thing that we can agree on is Kanye has to stop slut shaming people. He's even like proactively slut shaming his own daughter. Like last year when he was like, I'll never let North pose for Playboy. It's like she's Seven. Right. Who brought and, up Playboy? Who brought who who's talking about that? Right. And and you married someone who posed for Playboy? Like, sorry, your daughters are also gonna have sex at some point. Well, the but, way that he's being about the lipstick too is like that. Like he he put out this co- a statement that was like, Kim is already betraying me to no end because because North was in a TikTok video where she was wearing fun lipstick. And it's like, yo, you married makeup mogul. Jenny Wynn of Real Housewives of Salt Lake City has been fired. There's a lot of online intrigue having to do with this. If you listen to last week's episode, you will recall we were both wrong. When we're wrong, we say we're wrong. We said she's not going to get fired because Bravo doesn't often fire racists. But she posted all these really racist things, sort of equating Black Lives Matter to violence and crime. Um 
you can find the posts if you haven't seen them. So what do you what do you think about the fact that she got fired? Well, I mean, I'm pulling up her chart right now because I'm more interested in the astrology than anything. I guess like my question for you was going to be like, I, like, it's fine that she got fired. But like, my thought is like, it must have been because behind the scenes, she was being like, particularly defined is the only thing I can think of. Because I feel like otherwise, why wouldn't they fire people for less? Well, or, she, I mean, or, or they haven't fired people when they've done more is what I'm trying to say. So it's like she already apologized. So I don't think she was being defiant. I think she was dying to hold on to this job. Here's what I think it is. Yeah. I think it's twofold. And we've talked about this in my group chat with a few mm-hmm. people. So I want to give them credit. But the first part of it is that they treat – like they let the white housewives get a la- away with a lot more than the housewives who are not white. And this is very clear from this. Well, that was going to be my next question. Yeah. Is it just because like she's not as quote unquote valuable as the other housewives in terms of the franchise? Well, that's an actually, yes, she hasn't even been on long enough. There's no reason to keep her. But then I think, so they, like we said last week, Luann didn't get fired for wearing blackface, which in my eyes is like the the worst worst thing you can do race wise. And she didn't even give an apology. She wouldn't even apologize. She did like a fake stupid apology apology where she was like i i was just wearing bronzer it wasn't black and it's like no that's literally exactly what it is but like no i'm saying the worst thing you can do that's not illegal so that is like i think it's worse <laughs> I know. On what's the most racist thing. he was like what you, like what about what about killing someone and i was like no and okay. obviously thank no. you scorpio bring it down to the fucking the dregs of yes that is the worst thing <laughs> <laughs> right. he loves death scorpios love death right so but like, yeah wait moon conjunct south known as scorpio it's like for the scorpio to chime in from the other room just to remind us that death is the worst thing is the most scorpio shit i ever heard in my life <laughs> i know i know, I know. <laughs> so so yeah that's the <laughs> So yeah, blackface and saying the N-word are like, I would say the two worst things you can do as a TV star. There's like Luann got away with blackface. A white girl on Below Deck got away with N-word this season. And here's the reason why. I think the reason why they got away with it is not just because like they're white. And so they it's it's harder to throw them under the bus because of white supremacy. But I think the second reason is if you're doing something on set while the cameras are rolling and they fire you for that, that opens them up to being the subject of a lawsuit. They can say like in in Dave Quinn's book, Not All Diamonds and Rose, which I highly recommend, he said he quotes Ramona as saying you know, yeah, of course I amp things up for the camera. I'm on my worst behavior. That's what they're all doing. And it's not that the producers are saying to them, why don't you go out there and dress like Diana Ross and put too much bronzer on? They're not doing that. But maybe the producer said, wear the most outrageous, unexpected costume you could think of. And then Luann did that. And then for her to then get fired for doing that, she would be able to turn around. This is just speculating. I'm just speculating that this is why, but I think she would be able to turn around and sue and say, well, they told me to wear an outrageous outfit and then they... And then they fired me for doing that. So and or like no one stopped me, right? So whereas like the tweets are these like like behind closed doors. It's her, again Scorpio South Node, but it's like it's it was her own doing. It had nothing to do with the show, so they can right. just go. We think this is wrong. Exactly. So it's a, it's a lot easier from a legal perspective to get rid of her, and it adds. Also, the fact, like we said, that she's a one-season housewife, so no one's really that emotionally invested in her. Although I was. I really liked her, and I'm so disappointed. And then the third thing is, yeah, like they they treat the housewives who aren't white. 
they hold them to a higher standard. It's just true. Like he at, at reunions, they will ask the Real Housewives of Atlanta, like, oh, why do you ladies get so violent? Blah, blah, blah. And it's like they'd never say that to any of the other franchises that get physical. Like New Jersey gets physical sometimes. Um, we right, just Teresa thought- flipped a table. That's like what she's known for. Right. And, but it's, it's always cute when like the white franchises do it or it's wow. just like funny or whatever. So there is a double standard for sure. Um, but yeah, I think it's all of those reasons. So first question I have just real quick is what context did the, the deck person say the N word under? Like, she how did they? She was like rapping along to a song. I don't know. I don't really watch Below Deck. I kind of just Nick watches it, so I watch it in the background. But and I remember watching Again, it. Scorpio Below Deck, right? He likes he, it. Of course, he likes it. He's so below true. Deck. That's so Scorpio. True. <laughs> and he won't watch Real Housewives because he's like they're too mean to each other. And I'm like, what? Like you watch World War II documentaries. What do you mean? Like, <laughs> you love watching stuff about conflict, but I guess maybe that's the reason why he doesn't like it is there's no, you're not watching them really. You're not watching the machinations behind the conflict. So it's not very Scorpio friendly. But but yeah, with Below Deck, it, I remember he had it on and I was like, are they really? Like this girl said the N word because she was rapping. I think she did it more than once. I don't know. And there was a black girl on the crew who then had to go say to her, like, hey, that made me really uncomfortable. And she just kind of was – and the girl who said it, she, like, ran away. She was like, I'm not dealing with this kind of thing. It was really fucked up. And she didn't get fired as far as as I can see. But also that could just – they might not ask her back. You know what I mean? Well, but either way, I think when you're talking about that, that's this is why I asked because it's like in the case of like she said it while she was – it's like they have tons of fucking footage. If that made it to the show, it means that they are choosing it. Like like they right. could have gone through the entire below deck footage, I'm sure. I mean, what is right. it, like a 15-second segment? You know what I mean? Like it's like it was an unnecessary thing to include in as a storyline. So there was some like creative choice on the producers and the editors and the – you know, yeah. they actually brought that to the forefront. It's like I feel like that's the thing. It's like with the, the, with the Jenny tweets, it's like – because even with like the racism that we've already talked about on Salt Lake City, it's like – yeah, I think you're exactly right that number one, it's a legal issue. But number two, I think that like even from a, you know, a justification standpoint that like Andy and Bravo may be able to argue that if they're showing. So, so like that, the exchange that you just described of like, can you, you know, this lar- like begs a larger question of like, can can p- white people say the N word if they're rapping? You know what I mean? Like this is a, and then watching the interaction, I think, is a part of the sort of anthropological joy of the Housewives show to whatever degree. Whereas I think with Jenny, not only everything you're saying is correct, but it was like, right, it's like it wasn't a good part of the show. They didn't they, they tried to actually make her appear to be a totally different care it's like i feel like they were firing her yeah. because it was like oh we did a bad job of of like representing this person and now there's this like disconnect but i think the other thing too is that well, it has- go ahead there there's this just before i forget before we move on the from chart below is, deck and the chart is interesting too with jenny so yeah 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 we'll do, definitely do that but before we move on from below deck i'm thinking of another example there was a guy i guess i've watched this show more than i thought i'm also mm-hmm. doing a story on them right now for work but there was a guy in another season that nick and i were watching that was actually a pretty decent season so i was actually paying attention he was in it for the first like three episodes and then all of a sudden he was they never showed him anymore he was only in the background and he was a douchebag and we were like why did they stop shooting him? So we Googled it and it turned out he shared a racist meme 
that was really despicable. It was like really disgusting. I don't even want to describe it. And it was like a sexual, real weird S&M kind of, you can imagine where that goes to like a bondage sort of racist. Oh no. It was, it was disturbing. And so they discovered that that had happened midway through filming the season and they cut him out or midway through editing and they cut him out. So I think a lot of the time it also has to do with shooting schedules. Like this girl saying the N word on air, they decided, like you said, to put it into the episode, into the season and make it part of the drama. And then I guess they'll decide whether they want to renew her contract or not later on. And also like, at least there's the promise of watching her squirm at the reunion. But then with this guy who shared this meme, once again, he got fired, got cut out for something he did off camera. So again, bolstering my theory that it has to do with lawsuits and they cut him because they were able to just cut him from the season pretty seamlessly. And his name was never really spoken again, you know? So apparently this is what they're doing with Jenny. They've just stopped shooting with her. And it's also really annoying because now she's not going to have to answer for it at the reunion. Cause they just filmed the reunion last week. I could see Andy because he is truly the best capitalist, like doing something where when, for whatever reason, either she becomes relevant or something to promote the next season, or I could see it being the kind of thing where like they do like a, like a one-on-one, like he does a one-on-one interview either on his podcast or I I think he is not going to let the storyline just drop because she was such a main character this season. But I do think that they're going to need to give it some time to process because I think part of where her, her apology was just truly so bad is because like the words that she was using literally didn't match up to the, like, it's one thing if it was like, like, wow, these these tweets from 2009 that I haven't even seen, I had no intention of actually being famous. And do you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. if that were the case, then I, w- I could see it being, you know, the kind of thing that that then we could really talk about how she's what she's learned. But if she's going, these resurface and I'm so I now know about my actions. It's like you posted it yesterday. And it's been I long. know it so was like long. a year ago. We are joined by Ashley Giove, who is an esteemed sex and dating writer who has written for many different incredible publications. She and I used to work together, and she's going to talk with us about West Elm Caleb. And I want to start this discussion with a really fun fact about Ashley um, that a lot of people don't know, which is that she's only seen like two movies, and one of them is John Tucker Must Die, right? Yes, it is. Um I think it was always a joke in our office that that's one of the two movies I've seen because I would use photos from Don Tucker Must Die for pretty much every sex and dating article about fuckboys. Um, yes. Which is ironic because now I see that they're comparing John Tucker to West Elm Caleb. So it's really all about a circle. You literally yeah. didn't even know. Like, you know, one <laughs> of the things we're talking about earlier, this astrology podcast, and, you know, the South Node just moved into Scorpio. The South Node is like the fate point that's being drained from the collective. And I think that even in our own personal lives, we can see, you know, Scorpio is the occult. And it's like, who even knew that the occult was like working on your behalf behind? (laughs) Why was that the only movie you saw? Why is that how Molly knows you? It's for this moment. And you could never have known that. Right. It's not how I know her, but (laughs) it is how we got. That's the girl that loves John Tucker must die. And it's how... It's how we got around many a copyright lawsuit. <laughs> the irony is that I am myself a Scorpio with all this talk about everything. Oh my God. I totally forgot about this. Sarah, <laughs> Ashley is one of the people who changed my mind on Scorpios. <laughs> Send me your birth info. Like literally, <laughs> I would not be engaged to a double Scorpio right now. Probably Ashley, if it wasn't for you. 
Wow. wow. I can't believe your fiance is a double Scorpio. I know. He's a psycho. He literally just in the last segment we were doing, he just walked into the room and was like, murder and like walked out. Reminder of death. Reminder of death. <laughs> yeah. But so, okay. What was the other movie you had seen? Was it White Chicks? Wait, wait, yes, White Chicks. How oh do you know so well? Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my! Have two movies ever been like made for this moment? It's right because West Elm Caleb targeted White Chicks. Oh no, there was one Asian. There was one Asian girl. There was one Asian girl. Okay, great, good for him. He gets around. Yeah. Okay. So let's explain. I'll explain West Elm Caleb. Perfect. Um. So he was just a regular guy, I guess, on a dating app. And you guys jump in at any moment because I I don't really understand what the controversy is. It seems like, yes, it seems like he was sort of leading girls on and then not really committing to them, which welcome to New York. It's been waiting for you. And (laughs) he kind of went viral on TikTok because confusingly, the reason he went viral is because a girl was posting about a different six foot four Caleb. Which I'm like, why are we now? Which is insane. Sorry, right? That's insane. Yeah. Why are we talking about our bad dates on TikTok so often that there are cases of mistaken identity? And then another girl was like, "Oh, was it this guy who works at West Elm?" And it then he went viral. So all these girls are sharing their stories. What makes this Caleb different from every other Caleb? Just to, to do a Passover reference. <laughs> I mean, why would you first of all date a Caleb? I would never date someone named Caleb. I would swipe left immediately because you know he's going to be like a blonde fuck boy. But so, what? What do you think it is, you guys, that made this guy go viral? Well, I, well, Ashley, what's your take? I mean, I have a few thoughts, but okay. what do you think as as a professional? As a yeah. professional. Well, like Molly, I'm also a bit confused about the controversy. And like, even before this, I was looking into it more. I was like, did I miss something? Because obviously most of the stuff I know is just from like tweets and like TikToks and like random pieces of information I've collected from being online. Um, but the only thing I can see that could be I not controversial, but like, I guess a little more like hurting women is that he's like sending them this playlist he allegedly made for them that is what i think the big thing is yeah i think it's that plus sex plus unsolicited dick pics and i think it's that like combined with the fact that this is like pandemic part two like everyone's sort of like like moderately locked down at the moment and i think that what we're seeing like why are we why are we talking about this on tiktok it's the same reason why the zoom manual remained on zoom instead of going back to the theaters while we could because on some level using the internet as a way to like like intimately connect which is something that before it was like pish posh i'd rather do real life analog only no digital here now we're seeing especially when there was no option we we were forced because saturn too has been in aquarius like saturn in aquarius is forcing us to like make distance relationships work make social distancing social like that's sort of the challenge of this time period so when did that start so saturn moved into aquarius december uh of 2020 Jesus. So, you know, the thing I was going to say earlier, and I'll just, this is one sentence, but it's like, for example, that was called, that was the great conjunction. So on, in December of 2020, Saturn and Jupiter met up at zero degrees Aquarius. And we all knew that we were going to be entering this time of like great unknowns and like the, the first, you know, beginnings of the crumblings of society that's leading us into the age of Aquarius, right? Well, let me remind you that the minute that that happened uh, today on this day, two years ago, Kobe died. That's pre-COVID. So Kobe died then. 
then we got COVID. So now we are in this, like, you know, Australia was on fire. Tiger King went to jail. I mean, it was an incredibly bizarre moment. Like the minute that Saturn moved into Aquarius, especially when Jupiter was there too, there was this moment of like chaotic, um, like mass. I mean, it's pandemic vibes, right? That's what it is. So right. I think that so we're, I, seeing that we're seeing that like, not only is the way that women usually connect with their friends when they're out and about is like a bad dating story, bad dating story. Guess happened to me. Guess happened to me. That, that's just like a way that we connect and people sure. aren't getting that, that same kind of interaction with anybody as much anymore. So then why, so I don't know if Ashley does this. I, I'll start to follow. I love sex and I love dating. Mm-hmm. Although what I realized after reading this whole story is I don't think I've ever been on a date, but that's another whole thing. But it's, <laughs> straight up like but but okay so what you're saying is people are using tiktok now to to, to have that little sex in the city girls out to yeah. lunch moment which and, i think is a really good point and okay. why is it on tiktok like the way that it got started like why is this girl just sharing because it's the same reason why like if somebody were to watch psycho sunday for example i have an instagram live show on sunday with my friend desi if you were it's live only because we say all the shit and then we have to take it down immediately <laughs> but it's like fun because it's live because we are doing ex- the, the whole basis of, of the thinking behind why we're doing it the way we're doing it is because because of this exact sort of uh, social phenomenon, which is that nobody has anybody to just like, nobody's like sitting around in the living room and just doing girl talk. No one's. Right. So I think that this was like an attempt to sort of modernize girl talk in this time where everyone's feeling really lonely. And what the girl said who originally put it out there was like, I truly did not, not only was it not the same Caleb, which is just bizarre and hilarious. And why I think, so weird. why is it, why is this guy taking all the heat? Because I don't know whose house it is. Molly, is that your house? There's like hella noise coming out. Oh, God. Someone's eating a popsicle when he's not supposed to be. Nick or the dog? <laughs> is the dog eating popsicle? Sorry. No, it's Nick. We have stew cooking. Okay. You guys go. Okay, sorry. I want to say the picks if the dog's eating a popsicle. Yeah. Send, must send picks. Must send. That could go viral if West Kent can go viral. Okay. But- Wait. So, okay. Sarah, I get what, I totally get what you're saying about this. And it makes complete sense. We're looking for ways to connect with each other. And I think, Ashley, you've been a sex and dating writer for, for a while now. And sex and dating writing was at its peak in terms of heterosexual, more or less monogamous, hopefully monogamous people not wanting to have multiple partners that was peaking during sex in the city time. And it's sort of been falling off since. And this is kind of the first time that a straight dating story has really gone viral in a while. Right. Like Ashley, what, what kind of stuff have you been writing about recently? Um, honestly, like not to go off topic, but it's funny because like everything Sarah is saying about people like connecting this way, it reminds me of when I started writing about sex and dating. And like, I didn't even know that much about reporting. And like the best thing I could think of was telling my stories or my friend's stories. And it right. was, like, I think like a term that you, that I probably took from you, Molly, is like minding my life for content. And like, it was, oh my like, God, did I say, I like, <laughs> it was like this cringe. Do a workshop. And it was like this cringe thing where it's like, oh, like, I don't want to be like posting my L's online or like telling these embarrassing stories. But like at the beginning of my career, I did more of that. And obviously now I do a lot less of that. And I like write a lot more like service journalism or like how to like I recently wrote a piece about like women having wet dreams and like interviewed a few women who have those. But like, I feel like people on TikTok are kind of almost picking up where like that type of journalism left off where it's like oh my yeah that's what happened to me I have this crazy story and like hoping to go viral or connect with somebody or whatever 
Well, two thoughts on that real quick. Number one, I look, I agree with you completely. We have to remember, though, that most of like so West End Caleb's 25 and the girls that are, are writing him are, are they're not they're not our age. They right. they just got to the city and they're like, you know, they're they're in a different place. It's like the same thing. Oh, what I was gonna say is like same thing, though, like Molly and I are both comedians. So like, what is comedy if not mining your your L's right, for right. La- or L's for L's <laughs> L's for laughs, right? Like, well, this L's- is. West posting your own L's, Caleb. This is what this guy is. Because, Ashley, you say that you posted your L's. You never had an L in dating. And that's why we get along. Because you would not have been going home with this guy and falling for the playlist. And I think the big unspoken thing about all of these girls is they regret sleeping with him. It's not... It's not we went on a date and I thought you liked me. It's I slept with you because I thought you liked me, which is a different crime. Like, I think that that is a really fucked up thing in dating. Like I, I've asked, like, I've talked to guy friends and been like, yo, you led this girl on. Like, why did you do that? And they'll, they'll be like, oh, well, that's the only way to like get people to have sex with you. And that's what we, that's what this story is supposed to be. And instead it's become a story about like doxing and, and like online pitchfork mobs, you know, like, I don't know. Like, Ashley, would you ever, ever speak to a guy again if he gave you a personalized playlist within three dates? No, because the thing about my, the reason I haven't had any L's with dating is because I assume all men are lying. Until yes, like I feel like a true Scorpio, a true Scorpio liar on the on the Zoom. Yeah, obviously that is toxic in its own way. But I feel like the missing link and the reason, not that I, I always want to sympathize with the women, of course, and of course, like I guess they are the victims in this situation. But at the same time, it's like, what did you think was happening? You met a guy on a dating app, which first off, those guys are all dating a million girls. Like recently, yeah, I saw a statistic recently where it's like. All like the top 80% of women are all matching with the top 10% of men on dating apps because like there's so few good male candidates. So it's like all the like hot guys on dating apps or like eligible men are dating all the girls on dating apps. So it's like if you literally all yeah, if you don't have the awareness to realize that like first off, why would a guy be making you a playlist that early? And second off, to assume he's not dating other people, like you just need like a bit of a reality check. Well, right. These girls are clearly all from the Midwest. I think we can agree. That's the only explanation. <laughs> well, but it's also just like these are really young people. Like I, I, I like understand like that part of the pain of being in your 20s is like getting ghosted every now and again or is like sleeping with someone too early and finding out that you're not special. I think why this is particularly <laughs> interesting. <laughs> Well, that's what it is, right? That's that's the big yeah. hurt here. Whether like, but, no, well, but that's he the thing. sent me, but he sent me the song from Moulin Rouge. You know, there's like, nothing. No. Yeah, like Ashley, I feel like we've talked about this at work. Like, there's nothing wrong with sleeping guy with a guy on the first date. It's not going to turn him off of you. It's just that you have to realize he might not like you. Like, if right. he sleeps with you and doesn't call you back, it's not because you slept with him. Right. It's because men have lower standards for who they sleep with than women do and men will happily sleep with someone they don't like it's like (laughs) there's not like a game playing like you don't need to like hold out and i love to play a game trust me i'm all about like molly's never text 
Molly's Mars is in Scorpio in the eighth house. <laughs> yeah, like never text first. Never right. like make yourself look like you're interested. But you can have sex whenever because if they like you, they're not going to hold it against you unless they're a complete piece of shit. But I feel like that's what happened with these girls. Like they don't understand what they're up against. And that's why like – Sarah, we Sarah and I were trying to learn about this story mm-hmm. before we started recording, and I found this like this pickup artist dating coach guy, his podcast about it, and actually he made some points. Oh, no. He made. I know. I I hated that. Like after we were like kind of trolling him, you were like scroll here, and it was like yo, he's trolling us, and and he's funny. Like he's right. When I was looking into this, I saw a tweet. I forget who it was from, but it was like the worst part about the West Elm Caleb thing is that it's making me side with the fuck boy, which is like how I feel. I'm like, how I are you like, so naive and then like turning this into something it's not? Right. It's embarrassing. And this is where I put on my Capricorn granny panties <laughs> and I say that this is a result of like the casual sex culture because. Yeah. The thing is, like, women still haven't gotten the memo that, like, even though we're in this supposedly liberated time, guys are still going to use you for sex. And you can use them for sex. I mean, that's the issue. It's that that when – Right, but this is the problem, Sarah. Sarah, not on the same page is the problem. Sarah, none of these Midwestern ass West Elm Caleb girls were using him for sex. Allegedly. Allegedly Midwest. Allegedly Midwest. Right. They thought – Oh, this six foot four blonde man in a beanie is in love with only me. That's very, what they thought. I need to tell you, he's very brunette. Oh, is he? I must have seen the wrong photo. He's very brunette. He has a mustache. To me, what we're seeing is like an ex fat boy who is in New York feeling kind of sexy for the first time. And he's literally just trying to get his numbers up with, you know, and, and to be honest, when I start dating a guy now, I'm 35 years old. God forbid I ever went on a date or started dating. Ha 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 ha. But it's like, not that I don't fuck. That's what I'm saying. I, I I just know what I'm getting into. But it's like right. it's like um, I feel like the issue like like when I met a guy when well, I those are the guys that clean up. It, the guys that clean up in New York are the guys that never got laid until they moved to New York because right, right. They, and they never had a girlfriend. So now they're just like swimming in poon and like there's only you know like you said Ashley a tiny tiny little subsect of dateable guys straight men in New York versus like the most high achieving women in the fucking world all flocking there. Well, so there's two things I want to just say though, astrologically that are worth noting. And just, you know, I think that part of the issue is number one, that men and women do like develop differently and have different expectations at different times. So it's like what I was saying before, it's like at 35, when I meet a guy, I was asking a a seemingly virginal guy a few weeks ago who I thought was attractive. Like, please tell me you've had sex with more than just your ex-wife. Like, that's all I wanted to know. And he's like, oh, yeah, I've been talking with hundreds of women. And I was like, yes, thank God. Jackpot. <laughs> so like in, from the from the forward perspective, Chad getting his fucking dick wet and getting better at sex and having these experiences isn't inherently. In, in fact, I find that as a value add. If you're going to now at this point, fuck me, you have better eaten a couple of pussies. OK, like I need to I need this not to be like, hi, this is a glittery. What does this have to do with West Elm, Caleb? OK, the point <laughs> is that he actually that, that I, I think the point is, is this just a personal ad or you're no, just no, using no, the no. podcast as a personal what ad? What I'm saying is that like we're looking at like the microcosm of this moment and where he becomes the doxed villain. Why are we like kind of erring on the 
the side of defending him. It's because we know that like life is longer than just like the, 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 the one week that you finally lost the hundred pounds for good. And then you went on a bunch of fucking, and he's trying out things with girls. I mean, he clearly, okay. So on Sam Caleb, bad on you for not really having any actual game and for really using like what you think game is. I mean, but it, but it also goes back to that incel training guide. If you watch any of that shit, it's like, here's the, here's the step-by-step way that you get women to fall for you and date them. It's like anybody who's ever been into like the mystery stuff, I'm terrified for you because it's like, that's where he's getting this intel of like, don't what, care what about do you mean mystery stuff. That, like, do you remember that? There was a show, remember that reality show, like mystery teaches the pickup artist. His name's mystery. And yeah, yeah. But I, oh, 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 you're talking about that. Would yeah. be, this is Listen, in the line of things. This is what he's doing is in, is, is in the training guides for how to be not an incel anymore. I disagree. I just think he's a tall, single straight man in New York. Right, Ashley? I think he's just, well, like, I don't think he's a pickup artist guy. Something I've thought about, like when I'm trying to wrangle with my own feelings about this is if this the roles were reversed and it was a woman that was like in Caleb's position and obviously that wouldn't be the case because women don't have to put this much effort to get laid like they aren't like and no one's like check out my check out my pussy pick check check out my unsolicited brush and like men aren't getting as upset like if they got laid and the woman ghosts but I feel like there are plenty of women in New York who are also dating multiple people you know, getting their free dinners, like, obviously, they're, like, they're getting something from the men, getting invited to cool events, whatever, but it's, I don't know, it's just, like, I feel like not, obviously, it's different, but at the same time, like, I feel like there are people who, just like you're saying, Sarah, like, he's going through this phase of life where he's, like, having his hoe phase, he just moved to New York, yeah, can get laid now, whatever, like, women go through that phase, too, but women aren't villainized for it because they're not promising they're not promising something that they can't provide. I mean, sometimes they are, but yeah, well that's, yeah, that's it. It's like, he's, it's not, the problem isn't that he's sleeping with multiple people. It's that he's pretending he's romantically interested right. in them and not just sexually interested, in them. but he also, is he like, they all are saying that he is. Well, that's and what I'm I like, I haven't too. seen a receipt yet that besides the playlist, which no. is the lamest move I've ever heard. And three days right? in, three days right. in, it's not like I was, I was meditating on your energy and this playlist just channeled to me. It's like, obviously this is his canned playlist. And these girls have no game. I'm sorry. This one girl, this is why they're all posting their own L's. She posted a screenshot that she said, what are you doing tomorrow morning? Might go for a long run. She said, how about you run to my apartment? I'll make breakfast. Never. With a But it's like, he didn't have to do anything to get himself in this position. I think they did the work. Right. Right. And then he goes, it's kind of far. It's like five miles, which is hilarious. Hey, he said, "It's too. Your apartment is too far for me to run to on my long run, which is, is his less long- than five miles." He's gonna run a block. He's gonna. He's in your city. He's gonna run two blocks and come back. And then she goes, "Okay, so never mind." And he goes, I just need the day to unwind. And she goes, all righty, with five whys. Why are you quoting Jim oh, Carrey? No. And then she goes still not satisfied with the amount of humiliation that has already taken place. She says, can I see you this week or are you not about it? Stop it. Oh my God. But like that's like, not a case of somebody ghosting somebody else. He's actually being pretty clear. If somebody's yeah, not right. willing to run the long five miles to fuck you at your house, he doesn't like you. I'm literally running five miles in the opposite direction. <laughs> like if a guy says that to you, which is basically what he said, never text him again. No. Like, it's literally like, I think Molly, you and I were talking about this just like over DM or something. It's the same thing where it's like, okay, you need to take the hint and like, you should be able to take the hint 
without being like, he ghosted me or he loved right. me or something. It's like, okay, he obviously, you asked him if he can see you, if he wants to see you. And he like, didn't really say he said no. He's not like, no, never again. But like, the subtext is pretty clear. And again, if the roles were reversed and a guy was texting a girl being like, oh, when can I see you? Blah, blah, you'd be like, oh, like, loser. You're stalker, so crazy. Stalker. Like, I literally just turned down a free meal in New York City right. where it costs $50 for a bagel. Right. I don't want to fucking hang out with you. Like, he's not into it. It's sad. It's well, sad. I, I think that what this is like – uh, drawing us to focus on which makes sense now I think in this current astrological moment as well which is that like there is like real deal communication blocks between not only just like the genders but it's like we do not have a common like because like for me when I hear the playlist thing and he's sending it to people right away there's a part of me that's like because like right it makes sense for a woman or for anybody to like when they're interested in stuff oh my god finally a tall guy with a mustache who's a designer at West Elm I think this is great for West Elm the brand by the way side note I forgot about West Elm just now so good for them oh I know they've never been so cool they're the best now and they're like hey Dave yeah Randy since we founded Bombas we've always said our socks underwear and t-shirts are super soft any new ideas maybe sublimely soft or disgustingly cozy wait what I got it Bombas Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow! Did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com/acast and use code acast for twenty percent off your first purchase. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost fifty pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Never been sexy, no, they should, ever. They should start doing, like, like meetups, like, like you know, like, sing, singles parties at, their, <laughs> at the showrooms at night to make extra money. But anyway. Oh, my God. And, like, Pier 1 needs to do, like, Pier 1 Daryl. Yo! Yeah. Right. There should be everybody like, put up, put forth their best fuckboy and have, like, we could do a reality show. Honestly, this could be fucking major. Everybody puts in their hottest, youngest designer, and we all fucking compete about who's the biggest fuckboy or, or Ikea Lars. Ikea <laughs> Lars! <laughs> but what I'm, like, to me, when I heard the whole story and like just like the the repetition of certain things it's like um i think when he's sending that playlist to people especially if it's a canned playlist i again i would like to see the receipts but i would have a hard time believing that he's sending these playlists to every single person after two days of knowing them going this i made just for you because of how inspired i was by our love i think he's more like like sometimes when i share a playlist when i share music on instagram stories or when i share music with people unless it's like specifically like hey cutie we now that we're like i made this for you there's there's just like a way to phrase it but i when i share music with people or share a playlist with someone i'm actually sharing myself i'm saying this is who i am like these are the these are the notes of my heart song will you sing it with me but i'm not saying like this is for you girl i want celine dion at our wedding like there's a huge i think when we're sharing music with people it's actually like the next layer of dating app. there are new dating apps now that are having like audio notes instead of just like the written text and people are like you could hypothetically there's a there's an update that you could get on hinged in the future because now they know it really fucking works which is like uh, it should be like an update your playlist on hinge yeah. it's actually a way to get to know people i think the voice note thing is great because a bad voice is 
the biggest turnoff in the world. That's, That's such a way to weed out people. Because I feel like when I was on the app, I would go on dates again and be like, hey. I'd be like, okay, we need to leave immediately. Yeah, no, I need a deep voice. Yeah. But I also think, I, think- I know that we also don't have definitions for ghosting and love bombing that are actually like, like, we're all just very confused about why we're in this deep emotional pain. And we're looking for, it's because of you. It's because you love bombing. Why are people saying, people are saying that Wes and Caleb is love bombing. He's not love bombing. How could he be love bombing? How could, so, okay, as a professional, Ashley, can you please define um, ghosting and love bombing for our Great listeners? question. Okay. Great question. I would love to define it. Again, I feel like there are so many different, like, definitions, but in my opinion, Ghosting is when you are in a relationship with somebody and then they just stop talking to you out of nowhere. Like I have a friend who was engaged to somebody. They were moving in together. She was at her parents' Our jaws are on the weekend and then he just texted her being like, sorry, I can't do this anymore. Never spoke to her again. Like to me, what? that's ghosting. That's like an insane shift in your life with no explanation. I know insane. I can't believe she went through that. But people I feel like have co-opted this phrase where it's like oh I went on a date with guy and then I texted him I had fun and he never texted me back like he's ghosting me and like I get why people have done that because it's like an easy way like it's a short way to be like okay like he's not yeah he he didn't ghost you he doesn't like you yeah he doesn't like you it's really like I feel like I went through a massive massive bit of personal growth when I realized that some guys just aren't going to like me and like, and that's okay. And it has nothing to, I mean, I'm sure it does have something to do with who I am as a person. (laughs) No, it's not a match. It was because you're meant to be with Nick. So no one else was going to work. Right. Like, I'm sure some people think I'm annoying as fuck. And like, and they went on like a date and they were like, I mean, it never happened. They always texted me back. No, but but like everyone gets dumped and when you get dumped it's like it's because they don't like you anymore they don't like hanging out with you anymore and like that's fine so like it all goes back to he's just not that into you which was 20 probably 25 years ago at this point no like 15 years ago and it's such like to bring up sex in the city again again the sex in the city pilot was about a girl actually getting ghosted remember in like the first five minutes the the girl who's like seeing this guy and then he just stops speaking to her and then the he's just not that into you episode of sex in the city where burger says to Miranda, she's like, I I'm getting mixed signals, blah, 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 blah. And he's like, he's just not that into you. Like there are no mixed signals with men. Like the signal that a guy gives you that he wants to be exclusive with you is he brings up out of nowhere. I want to be exclusive. Right. They have a conversation about it or it didn't happen. Yep. Yeah. And it sucks for us because we're smarter than them. And we see things on like emotionally, we are smart. Like we see things on different levels that they don't see. So we're going to be looking for stuff, but it's not fucking there. If it's there, you're going to know it's there. And if he's just like has sex with you and sends you a playlist, like, I'm sorry. (laughs) I I think he's actually just trying to like get yes i think he's just trying to get his dick wet he's trying to get his experience i think when he's sharing that playlist and when he's like quote-unquote love bombing people he's just practicing like i think he's literally just like trying out i mean look between every relationship and my next relationship it's not like i i don't like necessarily i'm granted i my dating history is sort of different than i think the normal experience but like it's like it's not like i'm like reusing game but i definitely mature 
like I wouldn't reuse game as they say, because who I am then isn't who I am now. But there are certain things that I've learned about how to communicate and what to communicate and when and the meaning of sex. I mean, I've had to learn. We've all had to learn the hard way to some degree that sex doesn't mean seeing someone. And like, fuck it, yeah. doesn't mean dating. This actually really reminds me of like to tie in something with pop culture. Did you guys see how Travis Barker and which Kardashian is it? Courtney Kardashian Courtney did that Halloween photo shoot, but it was like his favorite movie. And then yes, and and then yeah, and they were saying, oh, like this was his thing with his ex wife. And it reminds me of what you're saying, Sarah, about the playlist, where it's like girls think they have this thing with the guy they're dating, but it's like no, the guy is literally just telling you what he likes. And hoping that you will adopt that and then it can be yeah. a thing. And I feel yeah. like it's very possible that's what the playlist was. He's like, here's the music I like. Maybe you can start liking it too. And they're like, right. hey, it's this personal thing. It's like, no, he's probably just, instead of asking questions about what you like, he's just telling you about himself because that's tends to be what guys like Caleb probably tend to do. Well, and yeah. it's a way of, I think why they feel loved, Mom, is because I think that the way that he's appearing is like a unicorn, like a designer, like an arty guy, but he's six forward as a mustache, and he made me the, the ones, playlist. I think, those are the ones you can trust least of all. Find someone who's emotionally constipated. You gotta find that out, you, though. You gotta find, that's why you moved to New York, because you think there is some, like, artist that you're gonna change, or you know what I mean? Like, that's, like, what they're doing. male liberal arts major. Get out of here. No! <laughs> but I really I Unless you are an accountant or or a CPA or a programmer who likes a challenge, like no, no. But my feeling on why this feels like love bombing, I have two. I have like a conspiracy theory too that I'm going to throw out there that we might have to cut. So I'll just give you a warning on that. But but what I want to say is I think that he is. I love the warning that I'm going to have to listen to this again later and fix it. Well, I just okay. So the what thing about the playlist is like I think that part of why it feel why it might feel like quote unquote love bombing, which okay, just to define it, the way people are using it is like he's showering me with love or like just really coming on strong, right? Isn't that kind of how they're- Yeah, like, it takes 12 seconds to make a Spotify playlist. Right, I know, I know. But the reason that I think they're experiencing his quote unquote game as love bombing is because I think that his game is to appear to be more sensitive. Like I, I bet you it's the sense, I bet you we got a couple naive metal melodies on there. I bet you we got some John Mayer gravity. Like I bet you this playlist is like, is like a sense Edward Sharp and the Magnetic Zeros home. Yeah, it's like so. So they're getting the when there's when he's setting this playlist. That's kind of just like really just like warming your pussy up for the for the big night tonight. I think that they're having an experience where they're like, oh, oh my god, like, and this guy really feels. And it's like you should be you should know that if John Mayer is any example. Even if you got emo tunes coming out of your pipes, it does not mean that you are a good boyfriend. But I think that that's like a sort of a it, it is it is a little bit like sneaky in a way, not because he's doing anything sneaky, but because they're going, oh my god, I'm assuming that this is the kind of guy he is and this, he sent this song i mean how many times have we done i've done it before i'm like reading into the song he sent and be like oh my god this sentence this is just what he means about me and it's like i think he's just saying like this is what i'm listening to on my ride home if you want to just like sort of stay connected he definitely knew what he was doing though he knew what he was doing but, 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 he, but, but we know what we're doing when we're wearing low-rise jeans and our thong is showing a little it's like everybody's got game yeah <laughs> yeah Ashley, what? How would you define love bombing? Because this is an ongoing debate okay, for us. Yeah, I think love bombing somehow has gotten like okay. Sorry to backtrack a little bit, but I feel like the reason love bombing is being used so much is because women have forgotten, and men too, but like women have forgotten what's like to date a guy that actually likes you and like actually put mm-hmm. that person. So like one of my good friends has for the last like two years just been fucking these guys that she barely talks to, like, they don't put any effort in. She literally goes to their house and fucks them. Like, that's their relationship. 
and she's trying to date again. So she started dating this very nice Irish guy. And he's you know, <gasps> bringing her, I know, he's bringing her food when friend she's sick. Friend of the pod, friend of the pod. Sorry. Yeah, he's bringing <laughs> her food when she's sick. He's like planning these nice dates for them. And she's like, oh, I'm just scared he's love bombing me. I'm like, I think he just actually cares and is putting effort in, unlike any of the other guys you've dated. So I feel like, like love bombing, again, like this definition, I guess, changes, but I think it's like something very intense. It's like you meet somebody, they're trying to spend every second with you, they're buying you gifts, they're going above and beyond, like they're trying to make it exclusive right away. Like, right, they're trying to make it exclusive friends. right away is the key, though. That's the key of it. it what I think it's not love bombing. I think love bombing is a part of a of an of, a, of an abusive a cycle. Yeah. So either if it's the first time, it's what it is is actually marked by like a rapid progression of the relationship. Then it's something if it's used later that like it comes after you fucking tear someone apart for their the content of their character or you tell someone they're too bad also i i also gotta say like it's sometimes it's part of an abusive cycle but like i love a love bomb and i've been love bombed and then it didn't work out and i wasn't mad that i got love love bombed i'm like you know what it was fun we were kind of obsessed with each other for a couple months and then i realized it wasn't for me and that's not love bombing. i think the i think the use of the term love bombing no like talking about getting married on date three like that is okay yeah 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 okay okay and like and then it did become a a long-term relationship and then it didn't work out but like i think I don't know if you're both with the fantasy, like, well, that's who cares? Difficult. I think that's different. I think that when you're both with a fantasy, it's not love bombing, it's playing. I think the issue with love bombing is that, like, or the reason it's like a term that we need to be aware of because now we're just using pop psychology terms and calling everybody abusive because there's actually just misunderstandings and hurt feelings, you know, run amok. But I think that like it's the re- I think when love bombing is love bombing and why everyone here is wrong about what love bombing is, is that it's on the part of the of the love bomber of the, of the approacher or, you know, whatever the, it's like, it's intentional. It's like, Mm -hmm. I'm doing this because I am going to lock you in so that then you are part of my like cycle of, I hate you or whatever. I think when you're at a date with on day three with someone and you're already talking about marriage, I mean, I've definitely been in the experience where I've met. Actually, that's not everybody. That's why I haven't ever been with long-term. I met and immediately we knew what was going on. Do we both love bomb each other? I guess. Yeah, I think there is benign love bombing. I think there is. And I think all three of us agree that this guy was not love bombing these girls. I think what really is going on. Like they're actually, is, lo- they're bombing in love. <laughs> yes. The problem with West Posterell's Caleb <laughs> is these girls, it makes me sad because they just really, really, really want a boyfriend and they really want a connection. Yeah. And and this guy was acting like he, he was maybe going to turn into that. Also, I mean, from that one screenshot, I would have never have interpreted as that as someone being into me ever, ever, ever. If a guy says he doesn't want you to cook him a free meal, he's not into you. She's like, like, come fuck me and I'll cook for you. Yeah. No. Next. Right. Like, it. I don't think he was making this – I don't know. I think what's really – this is what I think it comes down to. I think these girls want boyfriends and they're scared to admit it. Yep. They are They are trying to take part in this myth that we have, that we've had since the 70s, of liberated sexuality, of women having sex like men, which I think – 
doesn't really exist on the scale that pop culture pretends that it does. I think it, yeah, of course we all do it sometimes, but for the most part, I don't think it's really happening that often. Um, especially not with every single person. Like I've never been able to do that ever. I've never really even had like a one night stand because it just doesn't appeal to me. Well, and I think a I lot of, I definitely have had one night stands and there's no part of me that thinks it's not a one night stand. And the one time in my life that I had a one night stand that wasn't a one night stand is someone that I'm still that I'm messaging with this morning. Right. I've tried to have one night stands and it turns into a like thing that keeps going. That's right it you know Either I know and like going on and I go okay I hope I never see them again anyway lol or it's like wow was that a thing and then it was that's what you're saying is so right that's like if you do sleep with someone on the first date but there's actually something there there's you're not going to ruin your chances but you need to know right. that going into it that that there's that guy's going to sleep with you whether he likes you or not right. you don't win and what lives with you he's already decided whether he's going to call you again before you sleep with him. Yeah. <laughs> and like what you do in bed is not going to change. I don't know. I like you could lay there like a dead fish or you could flip over and be like, let's do, you know, the fucking root chakra. And I mean, either like, way, I, he's, if he decided to call you again, he's going to call you again. I like you to know? think that I have had a certain type of blowjob that has turned them into long-term customers, but <laughs> I, I cannot say for, I cannot say for certain. But yeah, I think what we're seeing here is, it's harder, it's easier to create an internet villain that goes viral than it is to admit that you just wanted a boyfriend. Yeah. And, and But they also didn't even know that. The lack of awareness in posting these L screen, that screenshot you just read, it's like, if, if, I don't have, if I don't have punchlines baked in and I'm owning the story and making money off of it, you better believe that I'm deleting that whole text. I don't want to remember. Get it out of my fucking, get it out of my narrative. Yeah. And something that you said, Sarah, that like made me also think about another potential reason why these girls are like making this such a thing is like, have you ever like had a guy friend who goes out with this girl who's really hot? And he's like, yeah, we had so much in common. Like she's so cool, blah, blah, blah. Or like a guy who thinks the girl's into him just because she's hot and talking. Like, I yeah. wonder if part of the reason that these girls like are saying Caleb love bombed them or they thought he was so into them is just because they wanted him to be. Yeah. Oh, I think, that, I think that completely right. They thought they found the diamond in the rough. Yeah. Like I mean, yeah. He said he's hot. He had a good job. He's creative. Whatever. Whatever. So I feel like they just really wanted him to like them. And again, like I mean, hopefully this girl who's offering to cook him breakfast does not do that for every guy she meets on whatever dating app. I mean, maybe she does. But I think they just really wanted this guy to like them, and he was expressing just enough interest, you know, going out with them, sleeping with them, that they're like, okay, like I think he likes me, but it's like. No. <laughs> Guys will sleep with literally like someone they hate. Right. It's not you like if a guy sleeps with you it doesn't mean he likes you. I'm sorry to sound like from the 1960s but it's true. It's, also like, it's crazy that we're even having I mean but I guess it's not crazy. I guess this is where communication between like generations becomes really important and, and so it's not just, it's not it's not just like oh TikTok those are all the kids I'm in intimidated to get on there. It's actually like oh yeah, remember when I was 23 and I actually thought that the guy from lab that I flirted with in college is coming to New York to see me. I was trying to decode the signs like well he's said he was coming to you know do something else but like i i think i know yeah you know what i mean he doesn't want to see cats he right. wants to see my pussy. any excuse he could get to his cats oh my god it's the discount you know what i mean it's like <laughs> like there's like there's nothing else to do in new york it could only possibly he made a ridiculous but, excuse that he was going to see theater with his family it's like but also to be on the side of the girls for one second he 
I think a lot of men do use women's desperation, and I'm saying desperation, in their 20s and 30s as a shortcut to emotional intimacy that they crave, that they, like, this guy was getting, he had this girl, what are you, Cinderella? I'll cook you breakfast? Like, he had these girls eating out of the palm of his hand, and he was using them. He was using them for sex, and he was using them clearly for these very desperate text messages. Well, to be so clear, they were using him too. They just didn't think that they were. They didn't know it either. But it's like if you're actually if you meet a guy, he sends you dick pics and a playlist, and then you fuck one time and you think, oh my god, what you're using him for is like either to like just feed your fucking narrative or feel cool with your friends. The reason that this became a thing isn't actually because the girls that were the girls that were sharing their stories and the original one wasn't trying to dox this guy. They were doing that thing what women do, which is just like share their funny story. What the remarkable thing is that there was a different Caleb. That, a, that was fucking a lot of girls. And I think when the girls started sharing, it wasn't like, fuck this motherfucker. I mean, it was a little bit, but it was sort of more of an incredible coincidence. Like, oh my God, we yeah. all hated this guy. Oh but I don't God. think... I don't think they were using him in the moment. I think they thought it it was... No, if you had sex with a hot guy that you couldn't even imagine existed, you, for a minute there, your ego was like, oh, I'm fucking fucking back, baby. I'm the fucking, you know. No, that's for you and for us because we're like... Alpha comedians? Yeah, but like for these girls, they genuinely were like, this is my husband. But I I think... that's, That's their lesson to learn that after three days, you couldn't possibly know unless... You're right. Yeah. I just think that's I think like showing just like the age. I think they're just so much younger than us. And we don't, these girls are 10 years younger than us. They don't really understand. It's just like, but because of like the social distancing and TikTok and the way we communicate, all the conversations. Look, there were guys like that that I went to high school with. It was like one time I was invited to one of the Catholic school proms and I was like, oh my God, this guy out of all the girls in all the towns. Like, like oh my God, I'm going to do it up the butt today so that I remain a virgin. Literally, right? Like I was ready to go be Catholic. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm the pick. I'm the pick, right? And it was like, I went with him, but it was like by the end of it, I was sort of embarrassed because like he sort of didn't even pay attention to me at the after party. I realized he had asked a bunch of girls before and he did have kind of a reputation of just like being like oh yeah so and so oh i hooked up with him i hooked up with him and so it wasn't but in that moment i wasn't like crushing like we need to tell everybody that this guy asked a bunch of women up to prom before me it was just like oh i'm embarrassed but i think yeah let's take the l well and so what happens is like because it's being broadcast and all these women are broing on caleb with the beard or whatever then other people are reading this it's like the whole like comment section problem which then inflates the issue so it's like everybody that then wasn't involved in it is reading this going we need to cancel those men because i'm still not over the guy that didn't call me back three years ago and i'm using that as the excuse for why I'm still in therapy. Yeah. Also, I think it kind of just shows how mundane our connections today are. Right. Like, and you can go and virality thrives on mundanity. Like TikTok thrives on the other day. I got a TikTok that was, if you have a freckle at the, on this spot on your forearm, it means you're a witch. And there was 3000 comments. Oh my God, I can't believe it. I'm a witch. And I'm like, this is the Literally, we're living this Caleb thing. We are living Andy Warhol saying in the future, everyone will be famous for 15 minutes because instead of being able to connect on like a higher level basis where we're all just talking about about situations, it's like, oh, no, we all dated the same guy in New York. Well, duh, of course you did. Like Ashley said up top, there's 10 percent of men dating 80 percent of women in New York. Of course, you guys all have this fuck boy in common. And it's just going viral because the, it's the mundane and it's like what we seek out. But well, I don't know. I've been searching for when this guy reemerges from whatever like witness protection program he's been sent to in Arizona. I've been searching for his birth info because I have a sneaking suspicion that this guy oh, yeah. has this. This has got to be 
an Aquarius Scorpio on our hands. We have an Aquarius Scorpio because the astrology explains what's going on, which is that Saturn is in Saturn is in Aquarius and the South Node's in Scorpio. This is a Scorpio Aquarius reveal. Definite Aquarius because he's that child emperor moving the battleships around in the sea. And he's emotionally detached enough to just fuck all these women and not even really think about it. Yeah, but so are most guys. And I think the Gemini, I think he's got Gemini in him because some part of him is unconsciously meeting these women where they're at and mirroring them and showing them what they what they want to see. Yes. So, okay, I also Ashley. Think, I, know, I think Scorpio, because number one, just the timing, like the minute the South Node moved into Scorpio, all of these women were like, we need to talk about Caleb. And it wasn't for the Caleb that we're talking about. So like, there's some karmic thing that that he is getting paid attention to for. We'll see how it plays out. But I think Scorpio, because yeah. what what he's really revealing for the culture is something that, sure, you and I could be like, everybody knows that the tall guys with beards are fucking around. But like, not everybody knows. And I think that what he's, what they're, what is being demonstrated is that even if they're all dumb, a lot of these women genuinely were like, this needs to be revealed because we are all like he, he was doing. They're not dumb. They're like dying for connection and they're not seeing the writing on the wall. They're not understanding what's happening. But he was doing something that could be put in the, he was communicating something incorrectly or he was doing something that was secretive in nature for there to be this reveal to even be possible. Number one, number two, I think that we're also having an opportunity to talk about what isn't, is not appropriate. Cause like there, you know, there was all this hubbub of like, when, when is it appropriate to send unsolicited, dick pics and it's like okay on the one hand never on the other hand like i think that you know the way that like his game i mean he's is sending girls like full full frontals without ever meeting them first you know like i was reading this one testimonial it was like the girl basically got a um dick pic from him and then he like sort of played her out and then three weeks later he followed up and was like hey do you still want to hang out and she was like oh okay sure and he was like oh i wasn't sure because i wasn't he said i wasn't sure because when most women see my penis like they're so afraid because it's so huge and so like i sometimes want to send that couldn't, oh, I, that, that couldn't that, have happened send you the link it was one of the testimonials i I watched these videos this morning. It was and and she was like he. So then I went and met up with him, and we did have sex. But like then he he played me out. But he because he, she didn't think that the dick pic was weird enough beforehand not to sleep with him. She only thinks it's weird after the fact where she's sharing with because the world he, because he then he played her out. So I think this because like he clowned bringing her bringing up this larger question that is the Scorpio South Node question du jour for the next eighteen months, which is like what are the things that we keep behind closed doors because we have respect for ourselves and because we have privacy and because we actually honor, uh, you know, sacred bonds and, and, and because we're lucky enough that our mothers taught us <laughs> never to call a man yeah. ever do not call him unless you have news that he's three minutes away from having a stroke. Whoa. That is the only Whoa. time you call or text a man first straight people. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but it's true. Unless you really like sensitive guys in which case fucking good luck i mean so, i'm okay. getting only water sign men and i gotta tell you that uh a lot of them be sending dick pics too so i don't know i mean that's what i'm saying like i i have some like have we not seen a dick this is the thing so right. it, this the yeah i'm not a fan of unsolicited dick pics but it also it's not, it's not gonna fucking but ruin my life i'm not gonna get ptsd off part of, of it. But listen now in a way that for us growing up we didn't have cell phones like this like i think there's right and i think if, i think you're appropriate an, and that is what this conversation is going to be about what to keep intimate what not i think there's a lot of general confusion about how young people yeah. are even supposed to act. What is wrong? Listen, Ashley needs to work. We're taking a lot of her time. I want to get your thoughts, Ashley, on one last thing because we were going to talk about this and um, this reminded me of it because also I just want to say for the record, I think people who send unsolicited dick pics are really gross yeah, don't and disgusting. Do that. Don't do that. I want to say don't, don't do, that. do that. 100% don't do that. Yeah. 
It's creepy. Um, but okay. So one of the other stories that we're talking about this week is the new documentary on A&E that came out about Hugh Hefner. Um, something, his son released a statement that said these women are trying to turn regret into revenge, which I thought was really fucked up because, okay, you're saying revenge. That's sort of implying that your dad did do something bad to them. But so Ashley, what do you think about this? What do you think about everything Sarah just said about like the, the public versus the private versus retroactively deciding something was wrong when in the moment you didn't mind? I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think it's, like when you were talking about that, it made me think of there's so many women who I feel like it's like, I mean, the joke is always that you miss the red flags when you have your rose colors on. And it's very easy to do that with men because at the end of the day, they all kind of have red flags. And so do women. Like we all have our red flags at the end of the day, if you're being yourself. But Caleb was driven with red flags. No, that was like, he was red all the way. He was designing red flags for West Elm. Red was dick pick with playlist, like dick pick times playlist equals no, 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 no to the nth degree. And then he doesn't want to run to your house while you fucking cook, please. Doesn't like bizarre. But yeah, so I think like we all kind of hide things. Maybe like we don't like as girls, you know, when you actually like a guy, you don't tell them like the embarrassing thing that the guy you like said to you or whatever. And then when you break up, suddenly you're like, well, he did do this, he did do this. like recently my friend broke up with a guy who kind of was love bombing her honestly and then suddenly after three months of them being exclusive he's like actually I'm not feeling it like it was like totally bizarre and I was like well was like what was his last relationship like and she's like well like I didn't tell you this but like it sounded like it was a similar situation where he was dating this girl in Mexico and then one day went to visit her and was like oh like it's not the same and I was like okay and I feel like it kind of go back to like Molly you were saying like they you know, you feel special, and I feel like we all want to feel special. I'm being like, oh, we'll give that to that girl, but, like, I'm not like that. Like, this is different. Yeah, but you know what? You're yeah. really to the point you really bring up. That's good. First of all, famous last words after the breakup is, I, I, I didn't tell you this. I forgot to tell you this. Or I, n- I never mentioned this. And it's like, I think that's what we're seeing on en masse here, which is that everyone going, okay, actually, I didn't tell you this, but he sent me his dick first. He sent me the playlist. He, th- yeah. This is the whole, this is, this is a Scorpio Taurus shit, though. It's like, if you don't tell the truth from the beginning, then you're lying to yourself. If there's something that you won't tell your best girlfriend that is the most obvious red flag that is like a predictor of how this relationship is going to go, then that's on you. Yeah. Now that is something I wish we could take a pill and make ourselves able to do because I am going to be that. That's what the next two years is, whether you like it or not. I'm a big offender of the rose colored glasses after the fact. Oh, I found his phone and it turns out he was in a cougar dating website. Uh, Which you probably heard about beforehand, but you just like thought he was joking. Yeah. And I, I was like, I, I, confronted him and he gave me all the excuses and I said yeah yeah this really checks out this makes a lot of sense that you it was completely normal that you were on a cougars only dating website but um but yeah like with the dick pic thing it's like you know those girls didn't tell their girlfriends that he sent them a dick pic before they met because that if you're not in that situation you're like ew why would you ever hang out with a guy who not only sent you an unsolicited dick pic but then ghosted you for like a few weeks and then hit you up later when he was obviously horny trying to hang out because like, his dick was too big was his excuse. I got nervous after yeah, I sent it because most girls play me out. They're, he's too sensitive about scaring you away with his dick. Right. To get it out there. It's like, bro, bro, bro. Girl, have you never watched CSI? Like, this is the fuck. This is what they do to tell you I'm going to murder you. I'm just putting it out okay. there that I'm going to murder you. The full, body, 
full body dick pic, not even like a bird's eye. If it was next to just the remote, it would be one thing. No, the way that the girl described, I guess he was sending the same playlist and the same dick pic. The dick pics that women got, it was like full frontal, like selfie in front of the mirror, which is right. If you send it next to a remote, really give me some scale. That's one thing. But just to see your whole nude body, it's like, what are you, Bradley Cooper? And this is part of the draw. We don't know you. Let it be a surprise. Even if he was doing it and people liked it, it's like, isn't sort of part of the fun being like, I wonder how big his dog goes. Okay, if I was already dating someone and we were in a place where we were sending each other stuff like that, I would prefer the full body instead sure. of being next to a disembodied remote control. Different conversation, though. Yeah, Completely but, different circumstances. But yeah, random person you've never met before or met once or twice. Right. Yeah, when no. you're sending a dating app dick pic, if you were going to justify it for any reason to any, I think that would be like, like clinical like i'm just letting her know what i'm working with at that point that's where you would definitely want to have a remote or like a you know a, an apple tv remote that's where it's like if okay if you're being clinical about it show us some scale it's also just like i mean again i don't know which girls got the dick pics and which didn't but it's like if you're getting a dick pic before you met a guy how are you gonna say he's love bombing you like obviously right. of an unsolicited dick pic is not hey i want to start a relationship with you it's like hey we're gonna he's sex bombing down you. based on my dick That's it's a sex- what that means. Well, it's literally a sex to start the conversation yeah. of the relationship like sex relationships <laughs> don't start with sexting almost under any circumstance and i bet that girl is like to her friends he's sending mixed signals well, he did. No one. He is. sent me a really vulnerable playlist with talking heads and this weird picture of his whole body. <laughs> really <laughs> like me. Oh, okay, so I think we figured it out. I think it's just sad to date in New York, which is not you know news at eleven breaking. I think it's possible that he is clinically socially awkward. Okay. So, so I think it's possible that when you're someone who maybe misses certain social cues or has trouble in interpersonal relationship and picking up on what's really going on, I think that part of where, like when you read the, when you look at the mystery pickup artist stuff, when you listen to Jordan Peterson sometimes, who I don't always disagree with, but it's like, there's a lot of stuff out there for men. And he's like, what if you washed your butthole? (laughs) How much would that change your life? But in a way, it's like a lot of- And then 3 million people are like, oh my God, he's got a point. but specifically, it's like being masculine and picking up women is about cleaning your butthole. And then they're like, oh. And so then we got butthole pics being sent before the date. And it's like, I get where there's like a, a, a miscommunication in terms of like when you when, when you have a, people that are not really picking up social cues, not really emotionally tuned in to partners in general, when they're just following the step. That's why the mystery stuff always bothered me so much when th- that show was on MTV, because it was like, well, this is all so formulaic. Like to me, when I, the reason that I, I have never even been on an app or that I'm, it's like put, it's like a vending machine it's like if you put in this yeah right. like to me it's like when we're talking about like game it's like there's no game when you're actually able to be present with people then it's, it's possible for every interaction to be good or like for you to turn each other on because you have social skills right but on the okay so i i don't think i don't think this is an issue of being socially awkward actually because i think he knows exactly what he's doing and i think but could he know what he's doing though because he was taught that that's what if you watch the mystery stuff that's what they're teaching him they're saying you want to get as many w's as possible i know but if he if he really chatter tyrone he had a certain amount of finesse in what he was saying oh i'm i have to go for a long run why don't you come to my house well it's five miles away someone who that's a a socially unaware answer five miles he should have been like now yeah but he's dealing my route takes me all the way to Nyack. I'll be too tired to run the extra five at the end. Come on. What are you saying? I mean, I think the girls he's dealing with are just as socially unaware if they thought that this was going to lead somewhere. Absolutely Ashley. possible. 
Thank you so much for joining what us. What do you think? Ashley needs Wait, to I just work know because it's 8 a.m. where okay, she is. I'm drunk. Okay, Sarah is about to start happening now. She, he, does she think he could be clinically socially awkward? I feel like all, most men are. So I don't <laughs> like, you know what I mean? That's, I feel like when you it. talk to Caleb, I feel like it's possible. People have been like, oh, you've let all these girls on. And he'll be like, I liked them all. You know what I mean? Like, right. I mean? Guys like Caleb say stuff like that. Like, oh, I did like them all. I wanted to have sex with them all. I wasn't lying to them. I wanted right. them all to hear this playlist. I wanted them all to see my dick, you know? Like, in his mind, he might not be, like, being devious because he's like, that is yeah. true. I did want I think to it's possible. I didn't tell them I wasn't dating other people. They didn't ask, you know? Exactly. That's, that was I think it was in my head. It goes to Sarah's point at the beginning that he probably was never hot until now. And now he's hot. He's got a good job. He's 6'4". He's left his Midwestern town. All these people are from the Midwest. Everyone who does something wrong in New York City is from the Midwest to me. Just disclaimer. Well, because the New York, so he, if you grow up in the New York area, then like you have it or L.A., you have enough edge to know that like people are ghosting you from the time you're like a child. Like we're, we're fucking. None of these. Yeah. We're, none we're, of these girls were from New Jersey. Fucking asshole. Yeah. Not a single one of these girls were f- was from New Jersey. Let me tell you that. But yeah, like if you he he he's he's tall in the Midwest because they're all tall because they're Nordic. He moves to New York. Suddenly he's one of the only tall guys with a good job who's straight, and he's got a million girls to choose from. Yeah, of course, maybe he liked them all. He probably did, and he liked having sex with them all too. And he liked them all enough to send them a playlist. And you know what? It's not a crime, ladies. We got to get a little more aware. We got to understand that if he's not like kissing the ground you walk on, he probably doesn't like you that much. I have much. one last question, then Ashley can go. Okay. okay. Which current, uh, you know, filmmaker du jour do you think is going to buy the rights to this and write the Caleb, SM Caleb rom com? Whose oh voice do you want behind this story? She She's only seen I, two yeah. movies, Sarah. Oh, okay. I, I, yeah, I, Ashley, I, you can go. But unfortunately, I don't know anything about See, whoever did John Tucker must die. You want yeah. to do this. Obviously. Wait, OK, let's reframe, Ashley, who would play West Elm okay. Caleb in the movie? What about Adam Driver? Because he's tall, dark hair, like kind of has like a he's like people are always saying he's ugly hot. And I feel like that's like the look you need for these girls to be like, oh, like he couldn't possibly be talking to other girls. He's just perfect. And only I found him myself. Okay, I have a hundred. I think that's a really good one. I think if he's not available, you know who I might. Now that you're going to hate this, Molly's going to be so mad. But I'm thinking Jack Osborne. Right? No, well, because isn't that kind of like like he's someone who like all of a sudden was like thin and had a girlfriend online. Okay, and he's not a good example because he's not attractive. He's like the one guy who wouldn't even be hot in Brooklyn. <laughs> Okay, right. But 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 someone who's because like when you look at the pictures of West End Caleb's like that they have online, like he's not unattractive. But to me, like I saw immediately someone who was fat before. I just I can picture an old, a, a person that was fat. I know you keep banging this drum, and we're probably gonna have to no, cut it because it, thing. It's, 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 it triggers it's, people. It's, there's no, I've, I've dated fat I, James. I was with for seven years. He was fat. I loved him. I love fat. I'm fat. But I'm saying that like I know, but you know, people get triggered. All I'm saying, well, yeah, and all these women got triggered, and you guys can come. It, 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 look, if West End Sarah is what comes out of this and this is like our big pop off i'm okay with that <laughs> okay perfect ashley thank you so 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 much for joining us on such short short notice you have given us so much insight into the current dating world um i know everyone needs to follow you at ashley geove on instagram what else do you want to plug anything um, i think that's pretty much it um thank you so much for having me i really appreciate it You're so welcome. Come back anytime. I love sex and dating.
This was a great episode. We talked about so much. It's been about four hours. Uh, I can't wait to edit it tomorrow morning. Thank you so much, Ashley Geove. And thank you, Molly, because you brought so much to the table today and it's very late and you will edit it. But what I want to tell everybody is if you want to <laughs> on your own best interest, you will go to Instagram at the moon and you will get tickets for the 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 new moon lunation on February 1st. Molly and I will be there. We will be doing Aquarian ass shit. We're going to quantum leap together. We're going to judge the collective. It's going to be so fun. The scariest sign. People act like Gemini is the sociopath sign. No, no, Aquarians are the scariest by far. Gemini is the borderline personality disorder <laughs> sign. Now that I think is like Gem- Gemini with a little Scorpio. Like Casey's chart mostly. I think it's crazy that Casey is as well adjusted as she is based on her chart. Oh, that's interesting. I'd love to hear more about that. And I do know that you guys talk shit about me on the back <laughs> episode. We're just testing you to see if you listen. We don't talk shit about you, but we do reference you like you're there. I know, just for the rest. Well, because I, I know it's happening. That, that the 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 villain this season is a is a Capricorn Taurus. Capricorn Taurus, and I'm like, wow, her moon is my moon. It's like, yeah, she's us. No, she's a Capricorn Sun Taurus Moon, right? Oh yeah, she's literally you. She's me and Kellyanne Conway. Or no, wait. Buy our merch, get our leave a review, and, I and like you can this, leave a review. And if you want us to know, if you want us to do it in a specific accent, DM us. Let us know which review is yours, and we'll we will grant your dreams come true. We'll do it in the accent of your choice. We'll do it in a better accent next time. But I thought that was pretty good, Mal. For off the cuff, a few drinks in, I thought that was very cock. Thank you, Governor. The <laughs> rain in Spain falls mainly on the plane. Space trash. Trash in space. Space trash. Lifestyles, the rich and Uranus. Space trash. Celebrities, they're trash. But the astrology can help us understand. Transmission incoming. <laughs> Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.